before we get into the episode, head on over to RighteousFelon.com for all your favorite beef jerky flavors. I'd recommend starting off with the whole shebang craft jerky gift bundle. The jerky is smoky and savory, spicy and sweet. All of your favorites, all in one variety pack. Use promo code OCSN, all lowercase, to get 15% off at checkout. Don't miss this great opportunity. Go to RighteousFelon.com today. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ice Cold Takes podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiMeglio. New York Rangers have been on a roll, winning four straight, heading into a Thursday night matchup against the Toronto Maple Leafs, who've also won four in a row. Uh, so somebody's going to lose. Hopefully it's the Maple Leafs tonight. But joining me today to talk about the winning streak, though, is Rangers fan and creator of the She Got Sports YouTube channel, Lauren Russell. Lauren, thanks for joining me. How are you? Good. No, thank you so much for uh, for having me on. I'm excited. I haven't done a hockey podcast yet, I don't think. Really? So I'm excited. So, yeah. Okay. So I'm first. first. Yeah, you're awesome. first. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so check, th- check that off the list. So uh, you do a lot of NFL stuff, but you're a super Rangers fan. Uh, how did how did all that start? Like the the channel, I know you have a, a hockey related channel. Like yeah, so my hockey channel, she got hockey. The football one, she got sports. I just the Ranger stuff from the postseason was on the she got sports channel. Then I was like meeting with someone there, like oh you should divide it. So like you know hockey because some people don't like hockey who like football. You know all that stuff. Um, but sorry, what you say? How, how did I start it? Yeah, how did how did it all start? Like what what got you into it? Um, were you so always ba- into sports? Yeah, basically I was always into sports growing up, like as a kid. I wasn't good at sports. Like I played soccer since I was little. I was never really good at it. Um, but of course when I'm a kid, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be an athlete when I grow up. Not even like a specific sport, but just like, yeah. And like, it was just so unrealistic. Um, from a young age, it was unrealistic. So basically I got into sports broadcasting thanks to my mom who suggested that to me when I was in middle school I was like oh this is a career you could do and I was like oh yeah it seems decent so when I was in high school I did like a sports broadcasting program um over the summer and they were talking about this kid who had a YouTube channel where he was like almost like doing his own like sports type ESPN show but I never liked like reading from the teleprompter like sitting there you know very serious um so then I started my channel then when I was in high school didn't really take it serious then and then I just been going with it ever since it got more serious when I was in college so yeah that's that telecast like the teleprompter thing that's i'm kind of interested in that now so like i i mean i relate to that like wholeheartedly like do you have any so sports broadcasting you have an appreciation for like the the best announcers and stuff like that or is it oh yeah for sure like like, where i went to college announcer oh that's a tough one um where i went to college the we had a great um a bunch of great announcers um come through go to school there I went to Fordham I went to I went I did FUV um so some of the some of the best came through there like Mike Breen Michael K um mm-hmm. Mike Breen came and talked to us um who else uh, why am I just blanking on his name right now John Sterling like literally my childhood like came and Those talked to us like Those he's a legend. legend like my whole life like that's like my some of my earliest sports memories are probably John Sterling, but yeah, just like those iconic calls and stuff. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite, but there's definitely a ton of guys. Um, you know, I just 
enjoy listening to. Love the Panarin OT goal call. Like that was. Oh, Sam Rosen. Yeah. Yeah, Sam just killed that. That was amazing. Um, but no, it's it's hard to do. So I, I um respect a lot of those guys for that. Like. Yeah, for yeah. real. Like I have no idea how they keep track of like who's on the ice and stuff like that. Like if they have a separate like monitor that that keeps track. I'd love to talk to to one of those guys. Like there's a couple new announcers, especially in the NHL. Like I think for Sportsnet, Hartner Ryan Singh, he's really good. I love him. Uh, Doc Emmerich was always the, was like the best. Oh, he came and talked to us too. I think that was my freshman oh, year. He was super awesome. cool too. Yeah. Yeah, like I just, I feel like I've been super lucky just to hear these guys talk and like give us advice. So so much respect for all those guys. Yeah, yeah, those and are, giving us their time. Yeah, so they've been like pretty inspirational, I'd say for 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 me, uh, probably for you as well. But getting into sports broadcasting early, early on, I wish I would have known how to would have known to do that. But uh, you know, I'm doing it right now, so we'll. Uh, <laughs> We'll go along with the process, but uh, is there a particular Rangers game or moment that you've ever, you know, like that, that's your favorite that stands out to you? You, you mentioned the Panarin OT goal. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to go back to that. Um, I mean, the playoff run back when I was a freshman, what year was that? 20, like the Stanley Cup year. That was a great run. Like uh, the Stefan goal. Yeah, like that was, that was a, that was a great year, but like I was younger, but the Panarin goal still tops that. Cause I think the older I get, the more I appreciate it. I just, even though I was like older then, I was like, what, I don't know, how old, how old was I? 13, 14, how old are you as a freshman in high school? Yeah, um, 13, 14, yeah. Like that was a cool run and I literally cried when they lost, but um, the Panarin goal is my favorite moment, I think by far, just because, you know, it wasn't the Stanley Cup, they didn't make the Stanley Cup or anything, but um, me and my dad, when it went to overtime, I was like, let me just put my camera here. Like, I would never done a hockey video before that. Um, I just would watch, and I was like, you know, it's overtime. Like, I don't know. Like, it's game seven. Someone's going to win. Um, and then when they scored, just that was the best. I couldn't believe it. Like, I was, like, emotional, like, screaming, just pure elation. And now, like, my dad, I think, was kind of confused how I had that while I was recording a video, you know? And but now he saw, and then after he saw it though, he was like, oh, this is great. And he was like sending it to all of his friends, like the video of us watching. Yeah. And for Father's Day, I like screenshotted three clips of it, like from like the moment, like, so um, downstairs now, he has a picture of like three screenshots of like the moment wow. we realized it went in. Oh, so that's, uh, that's like one of our favorite moments. To this day, I still don't know how the puck squeaked in. Like, it, it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, I didn't that see it either. I saw them going like this, and then it was like that. I was like, wait, is that, is like, did it really just happen? Did they really just score? Great yeah, moment. That, oh, my goodness, yeah. Oh, like, just the best feeling. <laughs> my, like, when Zibanejad tied that game, my soul left its, left my body. Like, that, <laughs> that I was, I screamed and popped my lungs. <laughs> that was crazy. What a game that was. Uh, great moment. Rangers, what a great, what a great playoff run that they had. I mean, it oh, was, it was so good. It was talk of the I'm town. sad. I know, I'm sad too. But you know, I'm sad it ended the way it did. But because after they went up two two zero, I was like, oh, this might be it. Like this might be the year. Like the the way that ended in the way like this season started. Like I was hoping this year was going to be like our 2014 15 year. Yeah, so me too. The year we went to the finals was a great year. 
it was awesome. And then the next year, the Rangers came back and they were even better. Like it was just a new hope, Empire Strikes Back. That's what it was. <laughs> but except the Rangers didn't come out on top, which obviously yeah. sucked. But hopefully this year turns out to be better. Been uh kind of iffy. Uh four game winning streak though. And I know. I, that's yeah. Let's talk about because I said I was like when this season started, I was like, oh, it's just nice you know, watch games and not have to stand up the whole time and like be so nervous. And then we get into November and I'm like, they have to be in the wild card spot by Thanksgiving or they're probably not going to make the playoffs. Like just freaking out. Like we were at the game where they lost versus Edmonton after being up three nothing. Or was it was it oh three nothing? You were it at was, that game? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we're go so it was the third period. Me and my dad are sitting there. Like, my dad, <laughs> shout out to my dad. I'm going to keep going my dad. But literally, when I'm watching the Rangers with my dad, so he's just like the other part of all this. We're sitting there, and he's like, I hope they come out here and play hard, like, as the third period starting. He's like, come on, guys, don't blow it. And I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, like, come on, it's 3 nothing, like, 20 There's minutes. No like, what's going to happen? Like, and then I was like, no. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, this team isn't making the playoffs. They can't finish games. They lost to Anaheim. What is this? But now, four-game win streak. I feel a little better. Feel a little bit better. There's still there's still people complaining. I I, I mean, <laughs> I'll be one of them. I'll, I'm one of them. There's there's a couple areas that I'm not happy with, but uh, that game, what was the reaction from the rest of the crowd like in, in that game? I was just thinking... When my uncle used to go to season to, to the playoff games, I remember one time the Rangers blew three nothing lead to the Capitals, and he said it sounded like uh, he said it sounded like a funeral. Like it was just it was so quiet after that game. I it imagine was, it's somewhat the same. There was so it was you know like the Saturday after Thanksgiving, so it was packed there. Um, a lot of Edmonton fans there too, though, or at least where I was. So it was like just like this awkward silence, like when they would score, but then you just hear the Edmonton fans. Such a oh, such a weird vibe, and then people were booing at the end. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a wasn't a good end to that game. They didn't live oh, up to what brutal. your dad was saying. They didn't they didn't play the way they did. Yeah, he play. called it. I was like, I was like, I'm thinking, oh, they're gonna be fine. One more period. Chesty has a shutout right now. Like, oh, you, said you know. The I was like, you said you said the S word. That's you shouldn't. That's uh, that's a no go. Oh, okay. sorry. With yeah. no revo. Shut out. Oh, shut out before <laughs> it happens. Yeah, I I, was, I didn't say it out loud. I didn't say oh, it out loud. Okay. I was just thinking it in my head. I I didn't say it to my. I didn't. Yeah, you know, I didn't put that out there. You know. Okay. I know. Right. I'm not gonna say no hitter. I'm not gonna say you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I thought he was like, don't say Chesty. I was like, oh, is this like a thing I missed after Vivo left? <laughs> no, no. But that that was also people are going crazy about that too. Like, you know, Reeves getting traded. I loved him. Uh, I loved him too. Good good locker room personality. Ryan reminded me a lot of like some of the older Rangers I grew up watching, like uh like Boyle, Sean Avery, like just that Boyle, that yeah. Like those guys are, uh, you know, Reeves brought Reeves had a had a, a soft spot in my heart for sure. Even me though he too. Wasn't best, even though he wasn't the best player, he was just a a good dude. Like just to yeah. have him on camera, good content for social media, at least for the Rangers social media and for fans too to watch. <laughs> and I would love I love watching fights. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's the I best was that going anywhere. Montreal won last year when the I forget what player it was like that young kid on Montreal 
I forget his name. He has like very curly. He has like very curly hair. It almost looks like 80s style. What's his name? And he challenged Reeves. And Reeves was like, they were like this, you know, and Reeves was like, come here, like, come here. Like, are you, you just drop your gloves. Like, are you gonna come challenge me? And Reeves just got him with like two punches. Trying to remember that game. Yeah, I don't I'm trying to remember the the player though. I gotta look this up. I yeah, I'll look it up. It's like Montreal. I remember because we went to a Montreal game last year too when they're playing the Rangers, and I was like, oh my god, this guy's hair. Wow. Is Pizzetta? Like, is that the guy? Oh, is it him? I think it's him. It's yeah, I have a fight. Yeah, it's this first thing it pulled up. Pizzetta versus Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one. He's got some great hair. <laughs> uh yeah, but uh Reeves. Did you see the he he laid a pretty big hit on uh on Bonick, last night last night that was crazy oh my goodness uh and he he fits right in on uh on uh on Minnesota yeah um but we'll go let's uh focus on that, that Rangers game against the Devils what a great game that was uh yeah. so you had some uh terrific moments reacting yeah to that. so like I was saying before um my dad had tickets we had tickets to that game. And I had to finish something up for my other channel that night. And I knew I wouldn't be ready in time. So I was like, all right, like you take your friend, you know, I'm not gonna be ready in time. And then I was driving home from somewhere. I think it was literally Chick-fil-A. Um, and uh, nice. I had it on the radio and it was like, they score, they score. And I was like, oh, poor, poor daddy's at this game. They're down to nothing. Oh, I'm happy I didn't go, whatever. <laughs> and then of course, like I get home, turn it on, you know, they score. They score, then they score again and seven seconds later. And I was like, oh, now I'm jealous. Like the garden was so loud. And then I was, I was nervous. I thought they were going to lose in the third period. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like the devils were like in the zone, in their zone a little too much. Um, but ugh, that was such a great goal in overtime. It was like right on the toe of the yeah. sticks. Ooh, little wrist shot. I went crazy in, in the pizzeria uh, and my buddy, who's a big Philly fan of like the Eagles, the Flyers and the Phillies, like he loves the Phillies and like those teams. He hates yeah. the Rangers. He's like, Joe, calm down. It's the middle of December. Why are you saying yeah. like it's a playoff game? I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. We needed that. They needed that. They needed that. Yeah, what a they shot from Eagle. That. that was a great I love shot. that shot. Oh my gosh. My dad, just to talk about my dad again and his craziness over all this. I mean, he probably he's probably more crazy than me about the Rangers right now. I guess I, I got to interview your dad now. Yeah, you got it. Like he would love that. He's he came home from the game and then put the replay on MSG. He was like, I got to watch it again. So then he sat downstairs like 12 o'clock at night. He's sitting down there watching the game again that he was just at. I was like, you're crazy. You should probably go like to sleep or something. Like, You were literally there. It's like only with hockey that I would do that, though. Like the put the game on after I had go, I would go to it. I, he came I, home. He came just home and put the game Immediately watched the thing. Did it like just sit down. The remote. I just turned on the game. <laughs> Oh, he, he he's like hysterical with the hockey sometimes like me and my mom laugh about it like i'm crazy about the sports too like i get so emotional and yell but like he just oh he loves his hockey he's mm -hmm. yeah hockey the, hockey to me is just the, it's just the best like i wish i wish more people watched it and you know it would be higher up in the uh the most watched sports in the united states it's just yeah I wrote an article about it for, for my master's program. Like I had to do, I had to interview somebody 
And we we're just saying like, it's, I guess because of accessibility and stuff like that, it's a lot of yeah. people can't get into it. And tickets for tickets for, for fans are, are pretty expensive. Like the garden. Yeah, is they cheap. are. That was, we were looking at Rangers ticket prices and we were like, damn, these are expensive. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so bad. And like when the devils sucked, like when they were bad, the tickets were really cheap. Uh -huh. So it was like, you know, you might as well go if the Rangers were playing in New Jersey. You might as well go to the Prudential Center to watch them rather than the Garden. I mean, oh, yeah. the Garden is the better experience. But if you want to go to the game and you know you're short on money, go to the go to Prudential Center. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like what thoughts on like the game? I know reactions aside, like the the Rangers played started off pretty poorly, down to nothing, almost a complete opposite. Last time the Rangers played the Devils at the That's Garden. That's what I texted him. I said that. It's like, now they go up. Yeah. The Rangers went up 2-0, and then they blew the lead. And then this game, the Devils go up 2-0. And subconsciously, I'm thinking, like, okay, maybe this will happen. Maybe maybe the Rangers, this time the Rangers will come back. and win. Yeah. But I won't get my hopes up. But Me too. Right. So, the slow start. Devils really took it to them. They look like the better team. And, uh. And then the Rangers woke up in the second period. I mean, right at the end of that first period, Trocek to, to Kreider for the goal. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, but uh, the two goals the Devils scored, two two really bad turnovers from Truba. I can only imagine, like, what your dad is like, <laughs> says, like when they turn the puck over, when the defenders make a stupid play. I could, how'd I could, you, like, how did you it. know the text I got where Truba, Truba just turned over, he whipped out the puck, he could have cleared two goals because of Truba. <laughs> Right. Just it, text, single text after single text, like, and he did this, and he didn't do that. And Truba, it would, they would have won that game by so much more if it wasn't for Truba. Like, he gets on Truba. Sounds, he sounds a lot like the the Twitter fan base. Yeah, he is. I tell him he has to get on Twitter. He's like, where do you find like your like news and videos? I'm like, you gotta make a Twitter. Vince Mercogliano. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you gotta get on Twitter. Like, you gotta. That's what you, you'll really like it. Yeah. Follow Ice Cold Takes podcast on uh, on Twitter. Make sure you do that. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, he'll do that um, if he ever does it. <laughs> if he ever listens. Right, right. Um, but the Rangers, Gerard Glant, head coach, again goes makes some line changes. That's been the talk of the town like <laughs> past couple of weeks. Is the line changes like, you know, oh let's put Barkley Goudreau in the top six. Let's put Jimmy V <laughs> in the top six. Now it's. All right, Goudreau is next to Panarin always, and uh, we'll put the kids back together. Now, like, the, the kid line, they actually look good this time. I mean, the last time that he went to it, they were all okay. Not as not as good as the playoffs. Like, the playoffs, that was the best they've ever been. The, yeah. Lafreniere, Heedle, and, and Capococco. Uh, this game in particular, seven seconds after scoring that goal, Again, I screamed at the top of my lungs when they when they tied the game in the in the pizzeria or whatever. And no, that was just a great play. Everybody, every every single player on the ice for the Rangers was a first round pick. Like that's what I was saying. It was all the kids. It was Schneider, right? Key, Schneider, Laffy, Miller. Yep. Laffy. All those guys. Heel. Yeah, they, they put together a good game. You no, know? like uh, and they used them too. I think uh, I have it written down here. Uh, Five on five time on time on ice, which we we like to talk about five on five because uh, majority of the game is played with five against five. You no, know, not like power plays are going to be. Yeah, not that the power play has been good this 
recently. Yeah, yeah, not this year. Not as good as last year. Yeah, last year it was like almost automatic. It was crazy. I I never thought I'd live to see the day. Never thought I'd live to see a Rangers power play be as as good as last year's power play. It's then they caught on to Mika at the circle. Yeah, but they don't like they never catch on to Ovechkin at the circle. Why does it work for Ovechkin but not for not for his advantage ad? Fox no, is like, still Fox is still great on the power play though. I love watching him on the power play. Like QB yeah, the power play. I love watching him do that. Adam Fox is, is great. He's um, just amazing to watch. We're, we're so lucky to to have him. Like uh I I've I've said this before. It's like we put all the all the talent the Rangers acquired for their rebuild into like one player and the one player was Adam Fox. Like yeah. he, he just he has like everybody's everybody's talents and stuff like that, but he's so good. I, I think- love watching him just like, I think Panera is my favorite player, but I just enjoy watching Adam Fox play hockey so much. It's always fun to, like, go back and think, like, you know, what if one of those, just one of those guys was on the 2013-14 team? Yeah. One, like, what if Panarin was, was there and you could, like, even if he was just there, like, not necessarily replace a player, but if he was there or if Fox was there for the 14-15 run, like, would we have gotten a cup? I say yes. I say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's sad, like, going back to think about that stuff. Because, uh, you know, Henrik, Henrik didn't get his cuff. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Poor Hank. Yeah. Um, Rangers uh, end up winning the game against the Devils. Phil Pedal. I, say, I, think you, I think you'll like this. I call this my ice cold take of the, of the week. But uh, he's the quarterback of the kid line. Paco could be the receiver. And Lafreniere is the running back. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I think Hedos had the uh, stats-wise. I don't know what, exactly what it is, but I feel like Hedos had the most production. Yeah, it's all pretty similar, like in terms of like actual points. But like, if you're just eye test-wise, yeah, eye test-wise, eye test-wise, like Hedo looks great right now, and he oh, looks yeah. like he's in command too, and he has the conf- he has his confidence that he didn't really have, I guess, at times last earlier last year. Yeah, and earlier times in his career too, like. You know, a couple few years ago, he started in the minors, and it's been a, it's been a long journey for him. He looks good. We're just yeah, we're just waiting for 40, 50 points. I think he yeah. could do it. I think he could do it. Um, one of these one of these years, I think he's honestly, I think he's closer to to doing that than like Kako Lafreniere is. And that's what I was gonna say. I think I mean he is older, but still, I think he's he's um no, he's closer. I would say. I don't know. I still like. I'm just expecting more from Laffy. I think everyone is, but I feel like it will go. It will come eventually. Like you know, it's gonna come eventually. Hey, you're not on the like. Let's uh, let's call these guys busts and. No, no, no. Um, I wouldn't do that. Right. Like I think Laffy will get there eventually. Eventually. He's been yeah, he's been playing. He's got to well. like break through. He's gotta. He's got to break through. I don't know. Hughes, Hughes did it. Yeah. Jack, Jack Hughes did it right and. Yeah. Same thing for uh, Heischer on the on the Devils. Like all those guys are are doing it, and just I think it's just time, time, and yeah. Uh, just don't don't screw up their their confidence. Like if you're the head coach of the Rangers, Gerard, yeah, like, just don't don't bench them and stuff like that. Let them play, let them play. Um, Filipino's got one year left on his contract, so like he he's restricted free agent next off season, and. Uh, the talk is the salary cap is only going to rise like $1 million. Uh, yeah, I saw that, which is year. not good for them. 
Yeah, after being like projected to go up like three or four million dollars, and I kind of like scratched my head at that initial report, the three four million dollars, because like like everybody has been saying it's only going to go up one million unless something significant happens, and now all of a sudden I'm just supposed to believe three to four million dollar increase next year. So I didn't really buy into all that, but I think Heatles they have to keep him. They have to. Yeah. It's not time to move on from from him, and. uh like the rebuild, it, they built the they built the team on uh, on the young guys. Like they didn't really build it. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the veil now streaming only on Hulu. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. We do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Zabanajad and Kreider were just like the leftover pieces. And now yeah. they have guys to, like Panarin, they acquired through free agency. So it's like, those guys alone make them a good team, but if Lafreniere, Kako, and Hedl could make like get like 30, 40 points a year, yeah. then then the, the Rangers are a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. Really? Yeah. I mean, if if all those young guys could do that, I mean, yeah, then then they'll definitely. Then I have cop like a lot of confidence in them winning the cup because uh-huh. then you have three really solid lines. Exactly. Like. Those three players are third of the forward lines. Like there's twelve. Yeah, exactly. Like that. It's like that is three really deep lines. Right. Like, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be like them together. And yeah, you know, like the kid, the kid line. I know it's a, it's a really cute narrative. It's a, it's a really <laughs> cute, um, you know, like way to look at it. You know, have these young guys all together on one line, all getting points or whatever. But like, even if you if you put them with like Savannah Jad or, or yeah, Panarin. I liked when they had Laffy and Mika, what was that? The Vegas game. They had them all on the same yeah. line and yeah, they went crazy. Was yeah. That was, that was good. What did you, what about like, what did you think of like the way they started the season? Like uh Kreider's advantage and Kako. I thought that was interesting just because of how last season ended too. <laughs> like with Kako being benched. I know he had a good camp and everything. Like that was like so it's like if you told me end of last season that Kako's gonna be on the first line to start the season, I'd be like, What? Like didn't they just like bench him? Like like yeah. what what did what, what did what happened to Galan? But like um did he just forget? Um like I obviously didn't agree, agree with the benching in whatever game mm-hmm. game six it was, game what six. was the last game? game yeah, game six. Um but 
Wait, sorry, what was the call? I just got off track. Yeah, like, what did you think of that? And like, also Oh, him on being on the first line. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Then, what, they moved to VC on the first line, which I thought was, like, um, not really, you know, I, I don't think he's, he's good. He's a good defender, yeah. but he's not a first exactly. line guy, you know? Like, yeah. it didn't really make sense. He's he's a solid player, but yeah, that's been the not a first line right. guy, in that's my opinion. That's been the consensus amongst most people on on in the fan base uh i mean we're not making the decisions we just want like there, there's certain things i i wanted to see like panarin and kako together i don't know why it's yeah last year they played really well together and i need to see that i want to see that so like panarin's advantage at kako throw it out there you know like do it yeah i would want i would want to see that too that would be good we saw it for like one game i think um Actually, that was against the Islanders, which the game where they blew a three-one lead. Oh, that game! Oh, that game was brutal too. That was another. There's been so many heartbreaking games this year. That one, Edmonton, Anaheim uh, was just tough. <laughs> yeah, the Anaheim game. Oh man, they had all the chances in the world, and they they couldn't they couldn't get in. The get, Detroit get the game that they lost in overtime when they blew that lead with oh like seconds God, left. Just yeah. so many games like that this season. I'm like, I uh, like this last team year needs they, to be able to finish. Like last year, yeah, literally the opposite of last year. We were the other team. We were the teams make. We were the team making the comeback, not the one <laughs> choking it away, choking mm-hmm. the lead away. I mean, we at least we started to see it come back a little bit. Yeah, like that's what I was gonna the, say. Like the Devils, that was a good sign. St. Louis game. Yeah, that was the first game of the. That was getting game. scary with the, the St. Louis game. I was they were saying Golov was gonna get fired if I, I lost thought, that game. I thought that was gonna happen. I was like, and was, it was not looking good at first. I was like, oh my gosh! It's like we're like, all right, yep. This is Glance's last twenty minutes as as coach of the, as coach of the Rangers, and uh, and somehow they pulled it out of their ass and they 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 got the victory. Um, what do you think? Do you think he's like safe now, Glant? Like, you think? Or is he still on the hot seat? Let's say Oof. the Rangers lose tonight and they lose against the Flyers. I feel like if they lose and they play the Blackhawks after that, right? Yeah. So it's it's um So like they should tonight, beat the Blackhawks even though they didn't beat them last time. Um if they if they if they lose today and they lose the next game, I don't know if he'd be on the hot seat yet, but then if they lose the Blackhawks, then it's like pretty, pretty hot. Also, the Flyers are not the greatest this year either. Um, but I, yeah, I, I gotta agree with you there on the on the hot seat thing because it's. I thought you know, he was gonna be have... gone. I honestly thought he was gonna be fired like during that bad skid, like around the last time they played the Blackhawks. Like I actually thought they were gonna do it. Yeah, like I thought they were gonna do it too, but I don't think it it was. Like, I don't think it's probably the best move because like yeah. He, Whatever coach you put in right now, it's just gonna the Rangers will play well. I think like they they could put Knobloch, the, the AHL coach, they can make him the, the next uh let's say they fire Gallant and they make Knobloch the interim coach. I think the Rangers will start playing well and they'll win games. But then like let's say he's still the coach next year, I think they'll regress. I think yeah. it's just like a kick in the ass and, and and that's it. That's nothing more, nothing less. And I don't really know who else is available. Everyone we'll kept see. saying Barry Trotz, yeah. but like, yeah. it's just where is he now? Is he like ready to like to come coach right now? Like, how does that work? Oh yeah, like he could co- he could coach, but I don't think he's the best fit. Like, he's more of a he's more he's 
more of a he's not gonna yeah it's not gonna be what the fans want you know like with the young guys and also not what the rangers need the rangers desperately desperately need lafreniere hedel and kako to 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 take it to the next level because if they don't um the math isn't working out with how their their cap situation is yeah like they can't make any other improvements it's it's all on them to to bump their game up so they need a coach that's going to make them perform better yeah that's what i was was gonna say like i don't think the fans would be really happy with the way trots would probably handle them i think people could islanders fans might have complained that you know he benched barzell like one too many times or something like that so i mean i never fought i don't follow the islanders but i you know i've heard a couple of their fans say like oh he sucked with like he's terrible handling barzell and stuff like that their defense was good though i like the islanders defense is good uh I hate to admit that because I hate the Islanders, but um, it is. It's good. Uh, I think the Rangers might be able to benefit from that. Kind of like go back to like the Torts days, John Tortorella. Yeah. <laughs> Remember him? Yeah. Yeah, Torts, Torts was the man. Uh, there, was also, there was also rumblings that the Rangers might go after him when, when they actually got Gallant. Um, I thought that would have been cool just because uh, the media interactions – yeah i always go back and look at that like the post-game pressers where he's cursing and he's uh making fun of larry brooks remember those no he would i don't think i don't think he would have fit like everyone's saying the young guys would never play under torts yeah no for sure definitely it would be like goodrow i mean we are getting goodrow the top six but like goodrow play like all the vets like in the top six not good it's not good yeah um it, it would be fun for the memes it was just for, yeah just exactly exactly nothing more than that though like the rage that's the last thing the rangers need is like uh old a, school you're like reading my mind now aren't you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but like the what do you okay so like let's make let's make some predictions here so the, the game against the maple leafs tonight mitch barner's on a like 20 plus game heater right now um what do you think? Do you think he records a point in that game in tonight's game? I say yes. Yeah, I would say yes too. Rangers come away. They just with put up it. seven like two days ago, right? They scored seven versus. Oh yeah, they whoever they, they let, played. They Anaheim. Anaheim had yeah. it, like, oof, man, not a good performance from from Anaheim, but uh, Toronto looked like they're quick. every year. Toronto is like, oh yeah, is this the year? Is this the year? They're like, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply like worse than the, than the rangers or like the mets for that matter like yeah. they are that team that's just they're like, the oh. cowboys i think of the nhl <laughs> like it's I just like that. that vibe like the historic like big team that everyone a lot of people like but then they have a big fan base but then people troll them <laughs> all the other fan bases troll them yeah first round exits yeah cowboys your your least favorite team in all of sports or is that the eagles Ooh, I don't know. Like, I like probably Cowboys, I guess. Yeah, probably Cowboys are my least favorite. I, I'm not like a big hater of any teams, but when Cowboys, I, younger, I feel like. 
just easy. I feel like everyone just doesn't want to see the Cowboys win, so I'll jump on when that was, bandwagon. Yeah, when I was younger, it was like that with with uh, with hating teams. I hated a lot of teams. Like big Jets fan. Uh, I've always been a big Jets fan, so I, I always hated the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> I prayed that I prayed that Tom Brady would would start, you know, <laughs> not winning games. <laughs> would, stop, would stop winning it just never happened and now he's on like Tampa Bay and it's just like I could care less now um also like the Penguins Penguins are I, I can't stand the Penguins yeah I don't know. just that all, all of our, our playoff matchups against them um it, it was it was it was so great to see the Rangers win that series against yeah the no for real it was yeah, yeah. um What's the, what do you think the result is for tonight's night's game against the uh, the Leafs? Ooh, do I, I don't – I guess I want to predict a, a win. Pick a score at least. You don't have to pick who wins, but, like, what's the final score? Okay, that's fair. 3-2. So that's always my go-to. Three yeah, two. <laughs> I feel like that's the safest one you can do. Yeah, yeah. I'll say – I'll say uh, – say 4-2 Rangers. Let's do it. Okay. I like that. Uh, I hope so. Goals from Zibanejad, Kako, Julian Gauthier, and uh, Panarin with an empty netter. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Who should I do for my goals? Um, yeah, we'll get Panarin. I think Trocek again. Trocek, yeah. Okay. I want to see Laffy score. It's a good one. Always great when he scores. And Kreider. Kreider. Okay. <laughs> If I'm doing four, I always pick Kreider. Goals for Ma- the Toronto, I'd say Marner and Matthews. Yeah, that's who I was. Maybe Tavares. <laughs> I know he had a goal last game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, big game. Big game. I, I don't know. Is this a nationally televised game? Do you know? Like, is this on TNT or, or we get do we get Sam Rosen tonight? I, I always want to know. I feel like it's – let me see. I want to listen to as many Sam Rosen games as possible. Me too now in the time he uh, that's why i love the first round of the playoffs oh this is espn plus oh my god what? oh my gosh that's yeah, on that's google a- though maybe that's because it's international not international uh no now they're all saying all the even the flyers game is saying espn plus i don't think that's right maybe this is like national yeah uh yeah it does say yeah ESPN plus. come on now uh man just don't this the streaming the streaming things like what's your take on that like I don't think it's good for for Amazon Prime for Thursday night football I think it's, I think it's stupid I think <laughs> it's oh honest. it's on MSG it's on I MSG. just saw it on the Rangers website oh I just got excited <laughs> it's on MSG I think the thing with the ESPN Plus is it would make sense if there wasn't any blackouts like because then you have to if you want to watch the Rangers and you want to watch other games you have to have cable or like a package that has MSG and ESPN plus mm-hmm. so it's like if there was no blackouts and you could just get all the games on ESPN plus then I'd be like yeah that's a pretty good deal but since there's since you have to get like have both basically since of like the blackouts and like living in the tri-state area then it's just kind of annoying like I hated like the games that are only on ESPN plus it, it made me get ESPN plus though there's always a few of those games that it's like exclusively. I think there was, I forgot the last one, but you know, exclusively on ESPN Plus. And you're like, what? 
so I'm in a I'm in a situation where I can't watch the game because I'm in the market. I can't watch it on ESPN Plus, and I don't have MSG because I have Comcast, and Comcast is no longer has MSG. But because Whoa. I'm because I'm in the area, I don't get it's yeah. It's that's what I was saying. Like that's why it doesn't make sense. Like it would make so much more sense if the blackouts weren't like a thing with like you being in the area like then i think so many people would get the espn plus some people like suggested that i like borrow like somebody from the cities uh like fa i told you i have family in staten island so i'm borrowing somebody's uh like login credentials yeah <laughs> thank god like last year was fine because i lived in hoboken like for school and i had optimum and i had the game like like fine so like, yeah i came home when I came home on breaks and stuff, I would just sign in to MSG Go, like to my account, and I would just yeah, HDMI it to the, my TV, and we'd, we'd watch yeah. it. All good. Now it's like, it, it's like pulling teeth trying to to, to yeah. That it was such stinks. a such a crazy journey to like I can't even watch the games with my parents anymore. Like I I used to love watching playoff games with with my mom, my dad, my brother, and it, it was it was the greatest. But now it's like it's such a pain. Because I have to, I have to plug my computer in, I have to yeah. plug this wire in, and then like, let's say I'm not home and they want to watch the game. Yeah, it's hard that's for them tough. to figure that stuff out. Is it like yeah. MSG coming out with like a streaming platform? I thought they were coming out with like. A Are that? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. MSG Stream. I gotta look this up here. MSG Streaming Service. Uh, direct to consumer service. When is it coming, though? This is a November 14th article. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, so, all right, whatever. Anyways, uh, Flyers, Blackhawks, Rangers are playing those guys. Uh, I think the Rangers could, realistically, if they win tonight, they have a really good chance of stretching this out into a, what is that? Five, seven? Seven-game winning streak. Yeah, I think if they can win tonight, I think it, it is. But then again, like, I remember the Anaheim game. <laughs> And I was yeah. like, There's why no did they do? But why do they do that? Um, but no, they should. Like on paper, they should. There's I'm like, just nervous. <laughs> no such thing as an automatic with the with the Rangers. Exactly. That's what I'm like. You know, they should on paper, but who knows? This year, at least. This year, at least. Like last year, I had more faith in them getting the automatic win. Mm -hmm. than, uh, but like this year, it's, it's just not. Like uh, the Flyers, like I could see that being a close game, and then Chicago in Chicago. I could see that being a close game too because yeah what did you think okay like i mean just for um just for the purposes of pod so that i could kind of stretch this out a little bit more but like the truba hit i asked somebody last week about it but what did you think about that like the, the against the blackhawks against the fantasy when he threw the helmet what did you think of that? I thought you were talking about a hit on a player i was like wait which one? Oh no um this, this is, is... Like a, it was like not last week the week before I have mixed thoughts on this. I'm not like, I know there's like two sides to this, two like okay. very opinionated sides. For one, I understand you're the captain slamming your helmet, you know, trying to get everyone riled up. That's your job. He fought, what, twice in that game? Yep. But then it's also like, well, you're like a huge reason why they're losing. <laughs> so it's like that weird spot of like, yeah, you're the captain, so you do yell at the team, your teammates to get them riled up. But it's also weird when you're the person yelling 
to the other guys, but you've messed up a lot. I mean, I know I, he's also hurt, and, like, that's probably a reason why he had – well, I'm, I'm assuming that's a big reason why he's not playing well. Um, Like, I'm just trying to think it's, like, all injuries. But, yeah, it's just, like, a, you know, it's, just, it's a confusing – it's a weird situation, but – if he wasn't playing bad, I'd be like all for it. But still, I think it's I think it's still good. If if I if I had to pick, do I think that was good or bad? Probably lean towards good because at least it shows that someone cares, even if they're not playing well. You know, at least it shows he cares. I was like two seconds away from saying that the Rangers had no like true leader until I yeah. saw that, and you know, you could say like the the throwing the helmet. I mean, it's. Not the greatest sportsmanship at all, but yeah. like understanding what he's going through in that moment and that he he like kind of like now I'm starting to understand like some people have always said like, oh, Truba is this guy that speaks in the locker room, puts the weight of the world on his shoulders. And I just never believed it. Until yeah, that moment. And no, you're right about that, that he's he's a big reason for why they're in the hole that they're in. Like he's given up a lot of goals. Like he's been out there for a good portion of the goals. Like we just talked about like the game against the devils, two turnovers, your dad. Was yeah. Clamoring about in that. like the like, first, what six minutes of the game, two shifts, back to back shifts. Yeah. Like, there's every reason to be mad at him, but also like they, the Rangers Gallant, upper management, whoever decided to put the C on his chest, like, they felt that he's the guy that's, you know, the one to speak that is the authority figure that says, like, listen, we need to play better. Glenn yeah. is the guy that's, he's a, a man of, like, few words when it comes to locker room uh, pep talks. Yeah. That's, like, we've heard that, that Truba does most of that stuff. I would love to see, like, what, like, I would love to see someone put a camera and, like, I just want to listen to what goes on in between periods. Like, Me too, because, like, I can't even – I can't picture anyone being super rah, rah, rah. On this team, right? Like, Revo is the guy. Yeah. Like, Reeves, to me, I would have voted him for, like, mayor of New York. Like, if I – Yeah. Him, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, that's the, the kind of the, – the Rangers didn't have, like, don't have a, a Callahan or a, a Crosby or a, a, a McKinnon. Like, McKinnon's not the captain of the – of the uh of the avalanche but to me he's the captain like because yeah like, i read an article from from greg wachinski saying like how much the guy wants to win like you've seen the memes like oh yeah. yeah if you're on this team if you're on the avalanche you can't eat candy or something like that you can't yeah. eat sweets you have to you have to eat good foods or whatever like that's a guy that wants to win more than he wants to breathe breathe basically um yeah rangers don't have didn't have that until i saw the trooper thing and i'm like all right this guy could pass for that. So uh, I don't know. It's also like the team was in shambles at that point. Like everything yeah, the team was also playing was, really bad oof. itself. It wasn't just true, but like, yeah, yeah. you caused so many of those goals. But like when the whole team isn't playing that well, it's like you can't point fingers at like specific people. Yeah. Someone's just got to say like, listen, this is a problem. We all need to come together and we need to fix it. You could argue yeah. whether or not he's fixed that problem with those two turnovers. Um, but, but actually... At least they won that game. I'm willing... You know what? Like, even if, you know, he let those two yeah, goals in, I can look past that if they win, you know? As long as they keep winning... 
not so going to ignore own, the mistakes, but it definitely right. becomes easier to swallow. You know, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I see. like, I see. you know, I see. You, it's easier to forget about. But then when you lose by a goal and you pass the puck like the Edmonton game, when he passed the puck right to the Edmonton player who scored, like that was just like, oh, you know, that sticks with you. It would have been totally different if they ended up winning that game. Probably would have forgotten that play by now. But, you know, mm-hmm. just what happens when you lose. And you go back to the the playoffs too when he took the penalty in game three. Oh my gosh yes how many penalties were that one game in that one game he had like so many yeah he went to the box mm-hmm. three times it was like oh my gosh it's hard it's it's hard to like to separate that those feelings like as a, as a fan it's just i don't know the organization has put a certain amount of trust in him and i want yeah. him so badly so so badly to to not be the scapegoat like it's it's crazy. Like he forced his way like out of Winnipeg and uh, like for his wife. And that story is just so like, like heartwarming. And I just want Truba to, to be successful. Like I want him to, to actually be the leader. Cause he can be like that guy for the Rangers that we haven't had since like a, a Callahan. He just needs to be average. Like, yeah, and I'm just like I said, like I'm blaming. I'm just like hoping this is all injuries, really. Like they say he has multiple injuries going on. I know everyone's banged up, but still, just hoping one day it's just magically gonna get better. And oh, he's playing well because he feels good, you know. Right, right, yeah. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, like they. We won't know. We won't know. Most people won't know what the injury is because yeah, NHL coaches and and training staff is really tight-lipped about that they'll just specify. especially here he's all good oh he has season-ending surgery right oh he should Lower. be good to go tomorrow <laughs> remember last year like when when uh Kako's, like wrist or thumb was like was like banged up and it's like oh yeah this guy's like day-to-day and then <laughs> a month later he's back in the lineup finally yeah should should be day-to-day yeah, it's, we're used to that now yeah should be day-to-day he's good yeah he'll be good yeah, he'll be okay it's month to month <laughs> for real oh man i just i i hope he could i hope he could uh could turn it around jacob troop i hope i really hope he me can. too it's, uh, it's a long-term commitment that they have with that contract and he's basically going nowhere unless uh he like asks out of asks out of the team and i don't think that's gonna happen yeah me either he's basically like an assistant gm too for the, for the rangers because they got all of his college buddies yeah. last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe Chris Drury will do it again this this uh yeah. this great deadline. Um but uh anyways. I know uh, what Lauren, contract did the Vetrano sign? How long is he in Vetrano? Vetrano is in Anaheim for three years, I think. Strom also is like five years. I wish mark. they could trade for Frankie. Frank Vetrano. Yeah, I he, loved him. I liked, I liked him a lot. It's just when I saw like what he is asking for, I'm just no, no, no. I, I'm gonna yeah. Let let um let Brennan Othman uh, take that spot next year because he's yeah really good. Ryan Strom is fi- signed for five years. Frank Vitrano is signed for three years at three point six five million dollars. Um, that's a little bit more than Barkley Goodrow. Toronto's probably a better player. You'd probably consider Toronto a better player. Uh, probably not my iciest, chilliest take of the week, but you know, <laughs> take none. Uh, some people will, you know, read me out for saying something like that. That Toronto is better than uh, 
than Barkley Goodrow. <laughs> They're um, different, you know? They're just different players, different, different kind of different. players. I still think Barkley Goodrow is necessary on this team, on the Rangers. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, just not not next to Artemi Panarin. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> I don't know why there's a hesitancy to, to put Vitaly Kravtsov back in the line. Yeah, that's what I don't know either. He's playing well, like. Yeah, exactly. Like puzzling things. I don't know if you follow the analytics, but like the analytics are, are saying the that he's uh, the Rangers are a better team when he's on the ice than when he mm-hmm. is off the ice. Uh, that's basically what they're saying. That's how I understand it. Uh, those guys could come correct me if I'm wrong, but that's how I understand how Kravtsov is playing. Uh, it's been a it's been a journey for him uh, in Russia, like last year and stuff like that, but. Um, you have anything else you want to add on before I wrap it up, Lauren? This has been a pretty fun episode. No, I think that's it. I appreciate you having me on. No, uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, you know, you could, you want to plug yourself? Go ahead. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, so my YouTube channel is, uh, she got sports and my hockey channel, which probably is more relevant to everyone listening is, uh, she got hockey. So I'm on Instagram too, TikTok, all that stuff. Do you have a Twitter for the hockey page? No, I just post everything under uh, She Got Sports, like oh, hockey. Under, yeah. Under one thing. I was going to say, like, yeah. you, you should make another account or whatever and uh, yeah. on the rain- get involved with Rangers Twitter. It's fun. Yeah, I follow a bunch of people, though, I think. A bunch of uh, Rangers Twitter fan accounts. Yeah. Or Ranger we're, fans on Twitter. <laughs> we're, we're crazy. We're crazy. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Uh, hope you post post like a reaction for tonight's video or something like that or tonight's yeah. video. hopefully it's a good one and uh i hope so too hope your, hope your dad doesn't get uh freaked out by another jacob truva turnover <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know me too i hope so too I'll, <laughs> i hope that too for my sake for my ears sake right for sure all right so i'm going to end this ice cold takes fans uh you guys are awesome thank you for listening we'll see you guys next week Hey Rangers fans, thank you so much for listening to the Ice Cold Takes podcast this week. Make sure you follow at Ice Cold Takes Pod on Twitter to stay up to date with the latest Rangers info. See you all next week. Time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.